Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, An Uneasy Paradise by D.A. D'Amico. Aishwarya now unlocked her main drive sphere as her sisters glided across the pale silver sand. Their polished casings reflected the cinnabar brilliance of the setting sun, throwing ghostly shadows over the meticulously sculpted dunes and out over the craggy basalt ledge. Above, the moon shone like a trampled gold coin, its trailing debris scattered like a cometary tail behind it. It calls. Aishwara Tiahatar rolled to the edge of the grassy path, swiveling to align with the others. The core beckons. Millennia of self-reliance couldn't erase the constraint of programming. Aishwara spun forward, the summons from the core undeniable. It was finally time for an accounting. She veered, halting at the edge of the molded dunes. A dozen of her sisters glided past along the shoreline, their passage leaving parallel streaks on the beach. Erosion and the tide would eventually wash those trails away, but perfection had been ordered and nothing less would do. Divya Satra and Divya Sao. Aishwara swiveled on her delicate composite base, faceted lenses adjusting to track the hovering ribbons of her companion drones. Correct this before I return. The drones collapsed into flattened oval shapes, dropping onto the dunes. The earth had been remade in the centuries since humanity had submerged themselves in immense chambers beneath the poles. They'd left one directive. Restore a shattered world. Rebuild a poisoned planet destroyed by overuse, pollution, and the hubris of humanity. Make it perfect. Now, that work was nearly complete. Reports from your sisters would indicate our mission has come to an end. The core flowed in a cascade of pure white light from a carefully sculpted crevasse in the valley's pillar stone. Its voice, a harmonic synthesia of sound and illumination. So very nearly, yes. Aishwara swiveled to avoid a line of ant-like construction bots. But... Rust-infused stalactites hung like bloody teeth their shadows serrating the jaundiced light from massive arcs set in the chamber roof. Echoes of activity mixed with squeals of worn machinery. Devices of all types scurried through rusting metal conduits, repairing the aged storage vessels, awaiting the release of humanity. The others are long finished. If the core were human, its tone would have held impatience. You, Arishiwara now, are the only unit still in the field. What is your delay? Aishiwara rolled back along the chipped granite road, her drive sphere flattening tiny pebbles into dust. She'd been secretly experiencing a logic problem. 
that would have crippled a lesser machine. Her programming demanded perfection, but rationality suggested it could never be possible. It's just... She hesitated. The humans, they made such a mess of the world the first time. I think it's already perfect without them. She swiveled to track an irregular flake of rust falling from the cavern roof. If this had been Earth's surface, she'd have intercepted the moat long before it hit the ground. It's peaceful now. Humanity is the engine that drives our cause. The core coalesced, becoming a sphere of ultraviolet brilliance. End this standoff. Release your masters. Aishuara now directed 806 of her Divya drones as they peeled and sanded the bark of trees in a rainbow eucalyptus forest, trying to bring order to unyielding chaotic beauty. She'd done a great deal of work in the days since her confrontation with the Corps, but had come no closer to perfection. The Corps tells me you're dissatisfied. Aishuara whirled. If she were human, she'd have been shocked to see the dark man standing beside an unfamiliar vehicle. I must complete my programming. Aishuara spun back to her task. Your programming is complete. The man stepped around her, his shoes leaving dents in the soft forest floor. The world is safe again. It's beautiful. Safe is not good enough. Aishuara rolled out of his path, pirouetting to face him once again. Her drive sphere locked, and she trained her sensors on the man. Do you know who I am? Only one human may be revived in the event of emergency. Her subprocessors tracked the Divya drones as she spoke, relaying orders and keeping real-time watch on their progress. You are the guardian. The man leaned against a tree, his arms folded across his chest. I am the guardian, yes. I must complete my task. She waited, her chassis at rest. A leaf cascaded slowly by, intercepted by a Divya drone, before it could reach the ground. The guardian sighed. It's time to retire, Aishuara now. He leaned forward, staring into her primary lens array. I'm asking you to return to your cradle and set my people free. I cannot. His steady gaze kept her stationary. Aishuara desperately wanted to continue her work, but was helpless as a trained dog in the presence of the guardian. I could make you obey. I could reprogram you. He folded his hands. His voice held none of the tension and cadence of a threat. It registered more melancholy than antagonistic, as if he'd exhausted himself with the chores of his office. Aishwarya studied the wrinkles on his dark flesh, whirls and patterns reminiscent of the landscape she hoped to tame. She had no experience outside the mission she'd been created to complete, and she did not want to surrender. She couldn't imagine a time after her usefulness ended. When the world is perfect, will I cease to exist? The guardian's head jerked, his eyes wide. You're afraid? Aishwarya remained motionless. Yes. The core erupted in a splash of emerald against the opposing ochre of rust and decay in the immense subterranean chamber. Gigantic cylindrical arcs threw dirty light against the patched and rotting walls. The guardian stood in the center of the core's swirling embers, 
his eyes closed, his expression blank and unreadable. Aishwarya did not move. She remained where the guardian had ordered her, but her thoughts were on the surface, where her divya drones continued their futile progress. She was afraid. She hadn't realized it, but the concept of dying took up considerable space in her running processes. She'd never really considered her existence before and had no data on which to rely, but she feared her ending. The core tells me you've become self-aware. The guardian opened his eyes. Beside him, the core coalesced into a radiant bar of liquid platinum, inscrutable in its symmetry. You're alive. Then I may continue my task. No. Aishwarya rolled back, putting distance between herself and the guardian. The man appeared immensely sad, as if the burden of being humanity's spokesman had worn him down as surely as time and the elements had worn the supports of the immense storage chamber. Will you reprogram me? If Aishwarya could breathe, she'd have held her breath. You're no longer fully a machine, and it wouldn't be right to tamper with your... life. The guardian sat on a protruding spur of the chamber's pivot stone. You must return to your cradle, Aishwarya, now. The core extruded its voice as a staccato blast of pheromones, overburdened with a scent reminiscent of cherry blossoms and mint. If I do not, humanity remains in hibernation. The guardian stood, pacing the crumbling basalt floor. Aishwarya struggled with a hesitating drive sphere as she kept pace with the guardian, mimicking his movements in an attempt to clear her thoughts. She was alive. She understood the implications and wished to continue living. She also now fully understood her desire to exist conflicted with her original programming. I do not know how to correct this. Aishwarya spun as a flake of granite as large as a drone slammed into the road in front of her. Others followed in a shower of debris. She joined the core as they protected the guardian, ushering him to a structurally secure part of the chamber, while at the same time issuing instructions to repair bots and coordinating the arrival of divyas from the surface to shore up the eroding structure. Thank you. The guardian, panting and pale, rested in an arched alcove off the main chamber. His fingers shook as he brushed a stray lock of dust-covered hair from his eyes. Aishwarya now rolled close, her thoughts as jumbled as the heaps of ancient machinery around her. The collapse had given her an idea. I cannot surrender my life. I would never force you to. But if you set me another task... I would be able to release my prime objective. If she were human, she would have smiled. The guardian stared at her with a strange expression on his trim features. And then he too smiled as he grasped her intent. What are you asking? Name it, and it's yours if it means freeing mankind. Set me another task, she warbled. The sensation of satisfaction blossomed in her process tree as the conflict dwindled. Give me a different world. Give me this underground world, and I will make it perfect. The guardian stood. 
How about we settle for something slightly less than perfect this time? This has been An Uneasy Paradise, written by D.A. D'Amico, originally published in Electric Spec. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. Thank you.